Welcome to Brown Skin News, where we're providing with the latest national and local updates for Black America. We are your hosts, Nay and May. So our first topic is going to be um, from a questionnaire that we did on our Instagram at brown.skin.news, follow. Um, and the response given is from at the real blackbird 19 and he wanted to hear a topic about police brutality. Um, and that is something that has been really, um, uh, has been severely recent in the last couple years, um, due to, um, people, brown skin people dying at the hands of police, especially, um, the, I would say the breaking point being George Floyd, um, basically just suffocating to death under the knee of a police officer. Um, and so we've picked a couple different, um, well, I picked a couple different, um, examples of some police brutality that's happening around Des Moines, um, and then the surrounding areas. Um, so about, um, a little bit ago, there was a protest at the Iowa State Capitol, um, and now there are 15 people facing charges due to that protest. And the Des Moines Police Department is saying that the incident started after three people participating in the protest were arrested for damage during another protest happening at the Park Avenue Hy-Vee on June 20th. Um, so lots of video has been recorded of this confrontation and uh, KCCI, one of our our news outlets here, um, recorded a video showing um, the state patrol troopers putting protesters on the ground while other protesters are trying to pull the troopers off of those people. And then when the Des Moines Police Department came to respond to that, more arrests were made coming up to the 15 people that are facing charges now. Um, the, one of the, uh, people working at the CBS to Iowa, I'm guessing that's another news channel in Iowa here, um, spoke with a law professor, Sally Frank, who works at Drake. And she basically said that the police made arrests in the worst possible way by grabbing protesters rather than trying to talk with them. Um, and And there's proof of that too, mm -hmm. there's video people took videos on their phones, lives recorded of police attacking the people that they are arresting. The only reason everything's becoming more relevant is because everybody's pulling out their phone now. And so that's the only reason we're seeing all of this come to light in the truth instead of what the news wants us to see, what the police department wants is telling us that happened in the situation or, you know, just whoever we're getting secondhand sources instead of primary sources. And those are the sources that you always want to use. Right. It's crazy to believe, though, that you can still record everything that's happening that's on your phone and still they're not receiving any repercussions for it. Exactly. It's it's shown straight to your face like. You can point out, there's officer so-and-so, there's that person, there's the other officer. And they just look the other way. They'd be like, oh, well, okay, thanks for that example. Your your work is well appreciated. And then even the Des Moines Police Sergeant Paul Perizek, I don't think I voted for this man. Um, he said that it's probably one of the most violent attacks he's seen on police in a long time. They were tackled to the ground. They were ripped off people they were trying to arrest it's just it's just you realize police when police officers come to a protest they're supposed to be there to protect their protesters protect the people around the protesters and also um protect themselves but by throwing people to the ground by you know disrespecting people pepper spraying people who are doing anything and threatening them exactly that's you're you're putting people on the defensive and abusing your power and now people are upset. And so you're trying to abuse your power more, trying to make it seem like you're the dominant person of the relationship when you're really not. You're paid by our taxpayer money. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get fired on the spot. And there's also a lot of things like people can't file complaints on police officers because some police departments are so roundabout that they're like, okay, well, tell me what happened and we'll see if we can do something about it. And wow. nothing is done. 
but there's also if you ever want to see there's um also a couple different videos um that we will possibly try to tag into either our instagram or our facebook uh just so you can see what we're seeing and also um our articles that we're getting this information from as well um another thing is that during that iowa state capitol protest um in the very beginning like they said that people basically the whole confrontation started because a couple people got arrested because of the high v protests um that protest was about jazzy uh, jasmine johnson she um had a whole thing happen with her employer high v that they she said that they put her to the back because she's part of the black lives matter movement and she's a predominant person in that movement um and she wasn't going for that there's a lot of uh stuff on facebook um if you would go to her page and also black matter black lives matter iowa it has um some of that information as well on there um and it's just um in this the Des Moines register a uh, lady who wrote this article she basically gave the broke down breakdown of the time that this happened and it's it's like minute by minute um so like around one thirty, bruce um so bruce would be uh matthew bruce another black lives matter organizer as well as um three other protesters were placed in a police truck and at least two Des Moines police officers shoved nonviolent demonstrators. This is going minute by minute. And then a couple minutes later at 1.42 p.m., a confrontation broke out on the east side of the Capitol um, opposite the building's main entrance. And it is unclear whether a protester or an officer acted first on this. Um, but just a couple minutes ago, it said that the officers pushed shove nonviolent demonstrators so i feel like it was the officer's fault if that happened a couple minutes earlier you know and also just the part about when they gave the dispersal order Mm -hmm. you can see in the video that they give didn't give them prior they didn't give them enough time to be able to disperse and they didn't give them a location to disperse they trapped them in and you're not supposed to do that they didn't give them adequate time at all so I mean, if if I, if I had ten minutes, there's a crowd of five hundred people. I don't think five hundred people are going to be able to exit anywhere. No way. In ten minutes, or however long that they gave them, mm-hmm. and then so at one forty six, a couple minutes later, the Iowa State Patrol and the Des Moines police officers ordered the crowd to disperse, like we were talking about, and then they also used pepper spray on some people and physical contact on some of the protesters in order to get the group to move. That's not what you do. You mm-hmm. give an order. And they were very aggressive. Exactly. You gave an order. You let let the people um, do what they need to do to get it done. But you didn't. You didn't wait for that to happen. You wanted immediate action, and that's not going to happen with a crowd of five hundred. Even when no. you have a like my mom, she's a teacher. So when you have a classroom of twenty some kids. You think they're going to move fast enough for y'all? Half the time, they're not going to. Some of them are still going to continue to do what they're wanting to do. Some of them will, you know, act fast. And some of them will be like, oh, crap, I'm locked in this space. I can't get out. I can't do what I need to do. And they've got to understand the situation. Exactly. It's a high-intensity situation. You've got a reason. And they're just... They're not trying to. They're not at all. Mm -hmm. So then, um, at 2.17 p.m., the demonstrators um, showed up to the Polk County Jail waiting for the arrival of the arrested peers. So this would be um, Matthew Bruce and Jazzy Johnson um, um, coming to the Polk County Jail. Um, and then at a couple, uh, about an hour or so later, the arrested protesters arrived in a van at the Polk County Jail. So people have been waiting around for a while. Um, and then another van shows up and you could hear protesters chanting, let them go. And then at 407, this is the last thing that's been commented in this article. Um, while a legal observer was briefing the demonstrators on their rights, um, just in case they get pulled over, you know, after leaving this whole demonstration, mm-hmm. um, you could, their officers were seen um, photographing the license plates of cars parked in the jail's parking lot. 
Um, so that just shows you that they're going to be targeting people when they leave here to pull them over and be like, okay, um, license registration, and it escalates from there. It's like, what's the reasoning, though? Exactly. What is the reasoning? And I feel like that's illegal for police officers to photograph your license for other than what their job is. Like, even, like what's the probable cause? Exactly. Like for them being parked there and supporting the people that... Exactly. They're not they're not illegally parked. Everybody's parked in a parking spot. Nobody's They're not um, disrupting anything. Exactly. They're just outside. They're they're the telling y'all y'all suck at y'all job. And y'all are upset because y'all somebody's telling you you suck at your job. <laughs> you but know? you need to listen. Exactly. Like, to help you. Exactly. That's all we're trying to Constructive do. We're trying to help you criticism. And went from constructive criticism to constructive demonstration. And now it went from words to action. And now they're upset because we're tired of talking. Now we want to um, do something about it. We're going to physically, with our bodies, get something done. Mm -hmm. If it takes all of us, some of us, none of us. You know, type of thing. And it's just crazy that now they're trying to come back with that physical altercation and nobody wants that no that's the whole point we want you to listen to us we want you to understand right and if you're not going to understand then we're going to beat it in your heads <laughs> you know but it, it honestly that's what it is you if you're not willing to listen then it will not work out and that's all we want is for them to listen we are the people the constitution even states we the people. And we're, we're the like, people yeah. you're supposed to protect and serve. Exactly. So help us. Exactly. You <laughs> Join took an oath. I mean, you know, there there comes times where it, in situations you might you might have to take somebody's life or you might have to injure somebody. But it shouldn't be the first thought in your head is, oh, I might have to no, kill this person. No, that should not be your first the first thing that you think to do at all. And that's that. I feel like that's the mindset of a lot of officers now is killed or be killed. And, I mean, we live in Iowa. It's not like we live in any of these other places. Like, um, I know Compton, just from stories of rappers and, you know, different people coming from there, that is one of the hardest places to be in. And I feel like that's that kind of training you would need. But still, at the same time, you have to have that humanity to see that there's people in pain in this neighborhood, see that there's people needing help and you're not doing anything about it. Instead, you're locking up their brothers, you're locking up their sisters, you're locking up fathers and mothers that need to be there for their family, need to be there for the kids, and now the kids are at even more of a disadvantage because of that situation. So now our next topic is going to be about self-reliance. This was also another... um, reply back to our question to um our supporters about what they would like to hear in our podcast um and this comes from at liza underscore feels underscore two and that is our best friend (laughs) love from the other side she's all the way in hawaii doing her thing and we love her so much and we know that she loves us back so she picked self-reliance and i think that was such a great topic to put in there because um, during this time and age, everybody wants to be independent. Everybody yes. um, wants to be that independent man or that independent woman, be able to do everything by themselves. And I feel like the self-reliance will be the way to lead towards that independence, um, as well as opening yourself up to be more of yourself. And that's really one of the main topics of self-reliance is knowing yourself and finding who you are to be able to rely on yourself and do what you want to do um so i got this article from positivepsychology.com and it was a really long article but it was really really informative and basically it says that in positive psychology self-reliance has strong theoretical significance thanks to its implications in happiness And that would definitely deal with self-image, how you feel about yourself. and also confidence. Exactly, Mm -hmm. the reliance on yourself to be able to do what you know you can do. Um, And there were also, there's been a couple people that have written, um, I guess, essays or stories on this. Um, One of them is Ralph Waldo Emerson. He wrote, it's literally called Self-Reliance. That's the topic and the title of it, um, an essay. And in that essay contains um ralph waddle emerson's belief and perspectives on how society negatively impacts our growth um he argues that self-reliance self-trust and individualism amongst other things are 
ways that we can avoid the conformity imposed upon us. So instead of trying to be like everyone else, you have to have self-reliance, the trust in yourself, and individualism to be able to be yourself in this world of so many other people trying to be like one person or the other. Yes, and also this just kind of relates to the fact that like, stop caring about what other people think about you. Like, exactly. Trust yourself, know your path, know what you're doing, and you you're have instincts. Yes. Use them. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, a couple different um, topics that they said um, would help build up that self reliance for yourself would be thinking independently, and that's just the ability to think autonomous and auto autonomously, and goes hand in hand with trusting your own instinct, like I said. Um, embracing your individuality. Um, so an example that they used was um, Bella finds that she's spending every spare minute writing poetry and she wants to make a difference in the world and touch people's lives through verses, even though her parents want her to be um, go to college, do this and this and this, even though in her heart she knows she's a poet. Okay, Bella. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. And so she decides to be that poet and that's something that will bring her, bring her her greatest happiness. And that's something we always have to do is think about our happiness and how um, that would make us better for this world or in this world. Another thing would be uh, striving towards your own goals bravely. So they use Bella as an example again. Um, and it says that she believes in cause and effect. And cause and effect is... Um, why something happened and what happened causes why it hap- why something happened effect is what happened and that purposeful action will get her there um she isn't concerned about her parents like i said before her wanting them wanting her to go to college and become as great as they know she can be because they know she's great they just want her to be great in their way right. but she knows that she'll be greater being mm-hmm. herself um another another one is uh, it's just Saying that you can develop the self-reliance by learning to be yourself, um, doing your own goals. Remember never to underestimate the power of your own intuition and don't be afraid to be yourself. Because, I mean, all, all you can do is be yourself in this world. And some people are so lost trying to be like others that their lives are miserable and they can't become who they think that they're going to become. Once you take a step back and kind of just your day your day-to-day life see who you really are see what you like to do what makes you happy then you'll start to understand your reasoning a lot more as you go through life Alrighty, and then um there's been some other examples of self-reliance that i found um another website with benjamin uh com, and i believe he's another psychologist of some form and he gives different examples of self-reliance but they're all kind of the same he talks about reliability perseverance to just keep going dependability um trusting um you can do what you say what you say you're going to do being hard working and having that self-discipline to control your behaviors in order to improve your actions um and then there's been um, he gives some different examples of self-reliance put into practice so when you learned how to tie your own shoelaces um, getting that driver's license because that was all on you to study that test. And, oh my yes. god! Yes. Girl, six times it took me six times to get my it first took driver's me two license. Times. Okay. Oh my gosh! I was not ready for that first drive test, but <laughs> I I practiced yes. and I was patient and I was ready. Okay, ready? Yeah, determined. It's, that's all it takes. And then some other things is learning how to make a fire without a lighter or matches. See, that's another good source, a good point of self reliance. I've tried to do that before. Yeah, it don't work. I've never tried. (laughs) It's it's a certain science. But, I mean, you know, that's another thing. Because if you're out, you know, out have to survive in the wilderness, that's something you're going to have to do. I mean, unless you got a lighter in your pocket. But, yeah. (laughs) um, Another thing is, like, growing, hunting, and fishing for food and then building a simple shelter. Um, Those will really help accentuate and... Um, build up your self-reliance just because it would just be you trying to defend for yourself and those are also just basic things that you need if you can provide basic things that you need shelter food a place to sleep at Mm -hmm. night then yeah definitely so i also wanted to put out there some different um um exams i want to say the word is writings of self-reliance out there 
So the first one, like I mentioned, Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, it's called Self-Reliance and Other Essays, and it's featuring other essays um, like Poet, Experience, and the Oversoul. And then Epictus, Epictus, I think that's how you pronounce it. He is, uh, he was a, a Greek slave at the time when he was doing this, and his master let him learn um, about uh, psychology and self-reliance was one of his main um, topics of understanding, and he wrote the Enchiridion and Discourses. Okay. And, and then um, for YouTube people, Sean James, he made a whole YouTube channel um, called My Self-Reliance about him um, being out in the wilderness, dedicating himself to um, relying only on himself and what he can do. Okay, now it's time for our fun segment. So basically what we're about to do, we know each other. We've been friends since, it's been years. Years, girl. So we know pretty much everything about each other, but there's these little things that we don't know, and it's also a good way for you guys to get to know us a little bit better. So we're going to ask each other three questions. We're going to go back to back. I'm going to ask a question. She'll ask me a question, and we'll go from there. So I'm going to start out. Okay. Okay, Nay, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? And why? My questions are a little cheesy, but it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, if I could live anywhere in the world. Um, that's an interesting question because I've always wanted to travel the world. Um, I think I would go back to my father's homeland, Haiti. And, okay. You okay, know, okay. experience, I mean, you know, my grandma and my dad and their family, they never had the most but my grandma made it work and I've always wanted to see you know just the beautiful palm trees and the the jungle and the mountains and just just experience that down to earthiness that they all have it sounds beautiful Mm -hmm. okay now if you could only buy 10 items at the grocery store to last the next week what would you buy um, well, I can answer this. Mm-hmm. I just went, or I just got groceries mm-hmm. yesterday. Yes. So, <laughs> so, for me, I have to always have fruit, veggies to snack on. Mm-hmm. I like like dried nuts, stuff like that, or dried nuts. They are dry. Dried <laughs> fruit and nuts. <laughs> dry nuts. They're even staler than usual. Right. <laughs> just extra dry. <laughs> okay, so bananas i love bananas Mm -hmm. and they're good for everything they're good they have potassium and it's good for you apples yes oh i love me some granny smith apples everybody's like that's a pie apple i'm like okay so (laughs) yes it's an apple apple too for real damn that's two Mm -hmm. okay Mm-hmm. My third one, berries, just any type of berries, strawberry, blackberry, blueberry, Ooh, yes. raspberry, any type of berry. Berry. Um, and then almonds, I'd get those. I'd get the blue diamond almonds. And then I'd get some kind of some kind of vegan junk food. I'd get some mac and cheese, some vegan Ooh. mac and cheese. And it's actually fire, you guys. It's actually fire. <laughs> I think I'm on five. I think I'm on five. Mm-hmm. Number six. Grocery store or like a store store? Grocery store. I mean, um, if you can't think of five other grocery store things, do like just five, like Walmart, if you were yes, in Walmart. Yes, yes, okay. Headphones. Mm-hmm. Just because I need some. I have, this <laughs> is just random, I just need some, y'all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically going off my own list that I got in my phone. Hmm. Some plates. Right. Some plates. Okay, that's seven, you guys. Number eight. And number eight would be some Swedish fish because Swedish mm. fish are fire, girl. I, I can tear me up some Swedish fish, okay? The next one, Twizzlers, because they're, they're flame. Mm. And the last one, number 10, potatoes. Do you know how many meals you can make out some potatoes? French fries, mashed potatoes, baked potatoes. Hash browns. <laughs> Hash browns. Okay. Okay. This potatoes, it's a starch. It can be anything. You could baked potatoes into flour or whatever the heck yes okay so my next question this is question two right oh wait that's the question you just asked me hmm yeah okay so the next so my question for you okay 
who was your first concert and when? When? Um, okay, so my very first concert. I can't really remember when. I just remember I was really young. And this is when um, Disney Channel was such a big thing. I went to go see Cheetah Girls in concert, but this was when Raven Simone wasn't with them. So I think this Aww. was after um, after One World or some school. That, that movie oh, or whatever. Okay. Yep, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, they said, like, Raven was off in college on Good Damn Well. She had got a whole bunch of other jobs and was like, okay, Disney, I'm, I'm like, gone. I'm going to just do my own thing. Peace <laughs> out. Right. She's Beyonce, y'all. So, exactly. So, I mean, it was it was really good. It was, I mean, we weren't really close, but it was still, um, it was still an experience for me. I went with my sister and my dad. It was weird. It was my very first concert, and you know, I didn't, you know, I wasn't really sure how we were supposed to act like during that time. So I mean, but it was, it was really fun, and I really enjoyed it. And I haven't been back to a concert since. <laughs> Damn. Well, we gotta change that. We gotta change that. Exactly. After all this is over, of mm-hmm. course. Um. Okay. My next question. This is. Is this question two or three? We are on number two. Two. Okay. Um. Second question. Is there a part of your culture that you don't like? A part of my culture that I don't like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. That's a that's a tough question. I don't mm. know, to be honest. I'm gonna direct I'm gonna bounce that question mm. back to you. Oh, ooh. Um, I just hit the reverse. Okay, Okay. (laughs) Uno Master. (laughs) Can I hit skip real quick? Same color. Um, But I think the one thing I don't really like about, let's say, black culture would be the thought that, I don't know, like, I have two younger brothers, so the thought of how every guy wants to be a gangster wants to live this thug life wants to be you know a basketball player or a, uh you know just some kind of famous sport player or famous rapper of some kind and okay i don't i don't i mean you know do what you want to do live your life but in this world i feel like we don't need those type of people right now we need teachers and intellectuals and you know the, the type of people that use i mean aren't they're physically strong but like their mentality is more in the books and about educating and learning and you know there are um uh what are they called athletes Athletes, yes. <laughs> and there are athletes that are you know are out there to help their community i just think we have enough of those athletes we have enough of those musicians we have enough of those in such a prominent light we need other black people to step up in their fields like i i don't know a lot of black psychologists i don't know a lot of black okay uh, mathematicians i don't know a lot of black you know scholars of any kind i only know really um of those people that you know are mainstream or you know are like on facebook all the time and i I, and i hate to say that it's I'm not going to say it's, like, the world's fault. It's my fault for kind of tuning into that one type of thing. But I would love to see... And I guess it's, like, how society mm -hmm. kind of views, like, kind of a stereotype that, Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, black people, they can only exceed... Okay, I see what you're saying, Mm -hmm. that they can only exceed in these fields. But no, we can do this, too. Exactly. Most definitely, yeah. And I know know there are plenty of black doctors out there, black scholars, black, you know, psychologists out there. But they I don't just, want us to see that, honestly. Exactly. Like we can see if you if you know about it personally and you happen to see something about it, but mm-hmm. just yeah, I understand that. Just as far as seeing more of it and hearing more of it. Right. So that would definitely be one of the main things I think. I mean I want I, I don't like it, but I would like to see a change or a flip in how what our children will see when they grow up instead of just you know lebron james or a stephen curry or yg or you mm-hmm. know ty dollar sign and you know i love all those people honestly right, you know yeah. they that nigga but you know it's <laughs> it those are those people that um i know much more about than i know about um i don't know See, I don't. I can't even name anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Maya Angelou. She was an intellect of some kind. Michelle Obama. She's an intellect. Ivy League. 
I mean, she has right. like four degrees, and, and girl, I'm what? <laughs> you know? But that's just, I think that's just something I, w- I would like to see more of in our culture. Okay. Instead of something I don't like. Flipped it and reversed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, your turn, I guess. Even though you flipped my question back to me. You can ask me a bonus question if you want to. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My last question, number three. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? And don't mm. don't think inside of the box. Like you can be whoever you want to be. You can do whatever you want. Think outside of the box. Ten years from now. Yes. Damn, that's, that's thirty. Thirty, girl. I know. I mean, honestly, ten years from now, I really just want to have my own home. That's like a really big goal for me. Like I don't yes. want to rent anymore. Um, my parents just finally bought their first house, and I'm so happy for them. My mom. Yes. My mom's little interior designer soul came out and just tore that whole house up, and it looks fantastic. You guys, but it looks really good. <laughs> it does, yes. Like, my mother is so color-coordinated. It's like, you walk into one room, and it'd be, like, three colors. You walk into another room, it'd be, like, certain colors. But I just really want to buy a house for myself, you know, for the family that I'm going to have. Um, and I want to see myself... In 10 years, be more mature than I am now, as well as um, financially mature and physically, mentally mature in ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, since we're talking about 10 years from now, what will be your go-to story when you're old? My go-to story. <laughs> Damn, we have so many. You going to tell our grandbabies about the pandemic? Like, I oh, lived through no, a pandemic. Girl. I know exactly what I'm going to tell them. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm going to tell them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's probably something from high school. Right. Damn, you guys. <laughs> so much has happened in high school. <laughs> Can I tell them, like, a kind of embarrassing one? You won't. I don't think you'll be that mad about it. I tell a lot of people. Are you talking about when I fell down the stairs? Yes. Okay. Yes, go ahead. That's a, hold on. Wait, I got to go fix my cat. Tell the story. <laughs> okay, y'all. She'll be right back. But in the meantime, I got to tell you the story. It's still on my mind till this very day. I think it was in it was in high school and it was sophomore year. We were going to homecoming and she came over to my house. We were getting ready. Oh, and she popped yes, but she how six. tall were those heels? Oh, they're like I think six inches at least. They were super cute though. They had I remember they had like like the white heel and it was like like a Timberland boot almost. Yes, yeah, they were really fucking cute. But I remember she was upstairs <laughs> in my room I think and I was downstairs. I remember I was talking to my mom or something, and then I hear her coming down the stairs, and she has the shoes on, you guys. She's in my house, and my stairs at the time, the house we lived in, those stairs were dangerous. Like, they were skinny. I remember they're 16 stairs, exactly. (laughs) The first 10, or first 12 are right here. There was, like, a little turn. Yes, Mm -hmm. and then it's down, and I remember I hear her walking down the stairs. I hear a little bit of wobbling, but she's Mm -hmm. still walking down. She's walking down just fine. And then, so, right at the end of my steps, I have, like, a glass table, and, like, all of our family pictures are there, and, like, other little (laughs) antiques are there, and she's walking down, and she's almost down the steps, you guys. She misses one little step. (laughs) Y'all, I was so close. She just tumbles down, you guys, and all the stuff from the table just came crashing down. Like, I can see this visually. I still remember. (laughs) I still remember with it such imagery okay so let me tell y'all that story from my perspective okay (laughs) so i okay so i didn't have the shoes on at one point so i walked downstairs without the shoes on but i forgot something in your room so i i was putting the shoes on i remember oh crap i forgot so i go up the stairs i make it all the way up the stairs to your room grab what i needed And you're like, come on, hurry up. I'm like, okay. So yes, I'm we were leaving at this yes, point. Okay. Uh-huh. I remember so now. I'm coming down the stairs, man, y'all. I just, I don't know what happened. I was doing so well. I walked up the steps with the heels on. And I just had to get back <laughs> down. I, I I don't know what happened, but I, like, I just missed the whole step. And then my life just flashed before my <laughs> eyes. And I, when I say it was a blur as I fell down those stairs, I cannot remember exactly how many steps I hit. <laughs> you guys, I got like towards 
like the very beginning towards the end of her fall like when i was walking towards her so i heard a little bit of wobbling i was like i'm gonna go see if she's okay <laughs> she, she walked and then just in as i walk in and i just see it all happen i'm like oh no oh yes and and, and and it was so funny because i ended up like you know how like if you watch like family guy and stuff how like peter griffin falls down the stairs that's yes. how my body was like all weird and contorted i hit the glass table i don't remember hitting the glass table <laughs> I just, it was just so funny. It was such a blur. I feel like I was the, like the best start to one of our dances. Cause I, yes. just, I was just left. I was like, yeah, we're good. The whole like, rest of the night, like it was good. It, it was, was fine. Good. <laughs> she did good, you guys. I but just it was to just that down. one little yeah. moment. She just needed to get it out of her system. That's okay. all. Um, uh, let's see. Last question for you. Um, I guess only did before. Hmm. Can you name five things you wouldn't do? for a million dollars if you can't name five things like three okay i'll do three three things i wouldn't do for a yeah, million mm-hmm. dollars you wouldn't do that instead, i wouldn't do yeah instead of what you would do what you wouldn't do okay that's a little that was a good question was See? Mm-hmm. okay i was mm-hmm. you say what okay um mm. i wouldn't jump off anything okay. i definitely wouldn't do that i mean it just depends like i I've never been scared of heights, but if they tell me to go oh, jump a- off the the highest mountain in the United States or in the world, I'm not gonna do that. I'm you sorry. Like what? I'm not gonna do that. What at did all. you just say? Okay. And speaking of jumping, my number two, I'm not jumping in an ocean or a lake. I can't swim, you guys. She cannot, I cannot swim, you guys. I can do a little bit of paddling. She doggy paddle will start falling away. Yeah, mostly I just float in the water. I sit there. I let my toes just, I dip my toes in a little bit. And I just, I just sit there. That's my whole, I just go there Girl, to at least hang you out know with my friends and be cute. That's it. That's all I do, you guys. And number three thing that I would not do. I wouldn't kill anybody for a million right. dollars. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't kill nobody. Well, you know them Klondike bar commercials. Those are my favorite commercials. What did you do for a Klondike bar? My favorite one is a lady that robbed the bank for the Klondike bar. I was like, ma'am, is that serious? But yeah, okay. So that was our fun section. Um, if you guys ever want us to like, you know, play a game of some kind or you have ideas or questions you even want us to answer during this time definitely uh dm us on either our facebook or our instagram and we'll look at them you know try to make sure that everything's kind of of the same topic in a way and we will always try to use everybody's comments if we can even if they're dispersed in different episodes yes definitely send us in your suggestions and any feedback you might have it's much appreciated yes alrighty. All right, we are back from our fun segment, and the next topic we'll be talking about is self-improvement during quarantine, Ooh. or in other words, how to level up during a global pandemic. Yes, okay? global. <laughs> yes, level up. I had to throw a little bit of spice on yes, there. You know, the, the what's his name? Mm-hmm. The chef hands, yes. the salt, salt, the salt bay. Salt That's bay. who he is. Yes. This question or this topic was brought to us by at Blaze Training on Instagram. And basically that this article that I decided to choose for this topic, it talks about the current pandemic and crises that it has brought about. Mm -hmm. And the top two things are health and financials. And this is brought by psychologytoday.com. And the two health and financials, this is what people are worried about right now, like worried about their health and worried about their finances and it's globally not just one person right and what they mention in the article is that you have to see this crisis as an opportunity you have to keep a positive mindset no matter what if you want to if you want to improve this is the perfect time to do it if you can get through this then you can definitely get through anything really and honestly like it when you improvement just like when we talked about self-reliance in the earlier segment mm-hmm. um it's something you have to commit yourself to or else it's not going to work um because when you're trying to improve yourself you have to do practice over and over and over again you don't just become fantastic in one day right you have to, to take something. action mm-hmm. yes and especially with your health that's something you have to constantly be looking out for you i mean you don't have to be obsessive about it but you want to be like okay um 
I had a ton of candy yesterday. Maybe I shouldn't have candy for the rest of the week or the rest of the day, you know? Um, and then financial, it's always just looking at how you can save money, where you can put your money to the best use possible. And I know a lot of people are getting into stock markets now. and Right, and like Forex trading and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. So, it's, I mean, it's always just finding your groove to better yourself, honestly, is what I see it as. Yes, and just mostly during this time, just don't succumb to the victim mentality. Like, mm-hmm. rise up above Rise up for the occasion. Stand up for yourself. You're doing this for yourself to improve and to be better. And so for the next article that I have, it's from Tallahassee Magazine, and they list five ways to pursue mind, body, and spirit health during quarantine. And that's that aspect is very important. These things are all connected. And so the five things that they list, they have online classes, online fitness classes, and yes, you can still work out at home virtually. You can Google search. You can look on YouTube. Right. And some trainers are offering free programs mm-hmm. for you, just specifically for you to be able to work out at home. Right. Like, I think um, Planet Fitness was doing something like that. Anytime Fitness was doing something like that. Just like having, I think it was like in the morning or in the evening, um, live video sessions of workouts for people to do while they're, you know, sitting around the house. Um, also, like yoga. This is a great time to get into yoga. Yes, you're you by your, I mean, unless you, you're home with kids or something, whenever you have a, just a quiet moment, just meditate or even do a couple different poses. Um, that's something I've really been wanting to get into yoga. But, I mean, I just feel like yoga and Pilates and those kind of slow, like not, not extreme type of workouts, but something minimal and you can do in your home without breaking a whole bunch of crap and you know just making sure you're staying healthy how you want it to most definitely um and that kind of ties into the next thing which is eating healthy and there are many healthy options at grocery stores or if you're eating out you can support you can support and just look at their menu and see what they have and you can either cut out some things or take put your own spin on it and right. make it better for you it's really important because during quarantine the first few weeks I was at home just eating any and everything right. but and sure I'm not really going anywhere but I feel all sluggish and just moping Way around the house you know what I'm saying you just gotta there's gotta be a point in time where you gotta be better for yourself so that you can feel better and be able to do something productive mm-hmm. and that kind of ties into the next thing is to get outside that they mentioned. So obviously mm-hmm. we're not supposed to be, we're not supposed to congregate in large groups in the public, but there's still other ways that you can get outside and just take a moment to just take in. Outside. Just to take in outside, <laughs> Go for exactly. A walk, you know, and I mean, people wrote, ride their skateboards around all the time or with their bikes or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, even, even when you're doing a sport, like when you're riding a bike, you're never that close to anybody. I mean, unless you're riding like a tandem bike or something, but... I mean, you know, going outside, even riding a bike with one of your friends, just to limit the number of people you're with, as well as when you're riding a bike, you're not going to be six feet or more less closer to each other or whatever. Right. You're going to be trying to, you know, beat each other and all that stuff. And I feel like that's uh, one of the best ways to take this time to, if you're still wanting to exercise that way, or if you're wanting to just breathe in uh, air other than inside your house, it would be a perfect way. And you can even just go outside of your house, sit on your front lawn or whatever, and just take a moment outside. And this... Look at all the bugs in your lawn. <laughs> yes, exactly. Be one with nature. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then there are two more. The next thing is to ease your mind. And this kind of talk... This relates back to yoga that you were right. talking about. That's a very good way. Relaxation um, form. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And meditating. Meditation. Yes. There are apps. There are free apps on your phone that help you set up times throughout your day to be able to meditate. And even I I don't meditate as much as I used to, but I used to just look up on YouTube meditation music or guided meditation. You just right. search that, click on the video, and you're doing it. Right. It's that easy. You just need to sit down and do it. You just, it's, it's like self-improvement. You have to want to do it to be able to improve upon yourself so you're gonna have to sit down look for that video find you know what you feel like you'll be good at beginner intermediate you know how they have those right and just 
sit down and do it and if you you're going to do it you're going to have to commit to it and sometimes you know you get tired of doing it. you're like oh i've been doing this for four days in a row take a break for a little bit while, a little while but make sure you go back to it so you continue to do what you're supposed to be doing exactly and try not to think of it as a task just think about it as something that's good for you it's instead of watching another episode on netflix i'm talking to me yes. i could be, I could take an hour or maybe it doesn't have to be an hour it can be about 15, 15 minutes mm-hmm. exactly just take 15 minutes out of your day sit down close your eyes turn on your meditation music do what you need to do stretch and yes Just exactly simple things simple things like that the last thing mentioned is find a new hobby do that thing that you've been wanting to do for the longest time. We were just talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to learn piano at some point. She's going to teach me exactly, on the yes. keyboard. Mm-hmm. And we also both used to play violin. Yes. So you never know. We might just be busting out the violin and playing <laughs> something for y'all. You never know. Okay? Okay. And just, yes, yeah, so. It, you just have to work on it. You just have to commit to it. And that's all it is. And. Especially when you're home and all you want to do is watch Netflix and Hulu and binge, 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 binge. Just, you know, like even if you're sitting on the toilet, meditate, you know, or in the bath, meditate. I love taking baths. They're like Mm -hmm. the most peaceful time in the world. And just take that moment to kind of, and, you know, just take that breath and be like, okay, now we're back to it. You know, just, just release all that pressure. And especially if you're working from home. Mm Mm-hmm. Take that, you know, if you get a lunch break or however it is, take that lunch break, you know, eat what you need to eat and then kind of just relax your body to the point where you can go back to your job and not feel like uh, I have to rush through or I have to get through the last three hours or whatever it would be. Right. So when you get out of quarantine and you're doing all of these things or doing whatever makes you feel better, whatever works to improve yourself then you're going to be so much better coming out of this than Mm -hmm. most people because you spent the time you put in the work to better yourself right and that's very important and you'll have uh something new to do every day instead of you know and even if you're having trouble finding that time just try to find that time back in your normal schedule you you, you'll be funny to find that you have maybe um 15 to 45 minutes or even hour of just wasted time you know being on your phone or watching netflix or whatever it might be and you just need to you know shove that in there before or after whatever you're wanting to do and just commit to it yes it's increasing your productivity definitely all right last topic of discussion today is about sir william beckish he was 29 years old killed in a shooting at Carmel ultra lounge last sunday around 2 a.m Now, the Polk County Sheriff's Office is still investigating the shooting, and they're looking for a suspect. His death is being mourned by the entire community, including his close friends and family members. He was a member of this community. He was very active in the community. He hosted many events in the community, and this just seems like... He was a promoter is what he was. Mm -hmm. And he gave lots of people different chances to show their talent or whatever it might be that they have. And... We, we were lucky to have him when he was alive, but it's a terrible passing, unfortunately, um, of another excellent black man gone from this world too early. Now, in an article written by KCCI, they covered the event Sunday night where people gathered at a local park to honor and remember him. And they got a quote that was said by Rico Evans at the event, who is Sir William Beckish's uncle, and his message was very, very clear. There has, there has to be a way to end gun violence. And he kind of talks about Beckish's message, and all he ever wanted to do was to bring the whole community together. And he talks about how he brought everyone together as one for any occasion. And even now, in his death, they are all coming together to remember him honor him and you know kind of just talk about whatever memories they had with him and what they remember mm. and it's, it's it, it shouldn't take somebody's death or some, the whole community to get together but unfortunately that is the side effect of what has happened um honestly if if at any point in the future we get to a part in the community's I want to say life or experience that 
death is isn't something mourned sadly something celebrated because that person Mm -hmm. has lived such a great life they have so many memories so many friends and family that they connected and touched that um it it's not seen as oh somebody passed away this is a very sad moment which i mean it is but it should be something of remembrance where we know him as a lively person or we know him as this or this and this and we keep that in our hearts instead of hating or um being sorrowful of what has happened and you know it's there's going to be some people that are filled with that all the time because of how close they were to him or just from the effect of it being from gun violence and we're tired of that and we're ready for change in in something for that to happen but it's going to take the power of the community to push and overcome and make sure that his family, his friends, even if we all don't know him, even if we do know him, are comforted and they know what, that this community is there for him, there for them, and as well as for everyone else out there who needs that sort of help or they know of people that have been part of gun violence or even affected by it in other ways. Most definitely. Some action needs to be taken to prevent this from happening again anywhere, but especially here. Period. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, that is the end of our show. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope you enjoyed all of our topics that we talked about today. Um, Like always, as we were saying throughout the whole episode, you can always DM us at either our Facebook or our Instagram um, on any topics or questions that you have for us. We always want to... Uh, have our listeners participate especially as we move further into building the show up into what we would love for it to be yes we would love your input all of our social medias just find us on facebook at brown skin news or on instagram at brown.skin.news you can also follow us on our personal pages um at nay.thicky t-h-i-c-k-i-e for me and i am at shimay ob s-h-i-m-a-e-o-b-i-e yes okay okay um and we just have a couple quotes for you guys we would always want to end a show on a quote for you just something for you to take away from this um and we picked two that kind of flow together but they're from two different people um so Maya Angelou said um if you don't like something change it if you can't change it change your attitude okay and And my girl Michelle Obama said you can't make decisions based on fear and the possibility of what might happen which I think those two definitely go hand in hand interpret how interpret it how you may exactly but I feel like right now during these times those are two very powerful quotes from two very intelligent women of I wouldn't say of our generation but of the black culture and it's something that I hope you guys would reminisce on and sit on and even um share your thoughts on how that quote has helped you throughout your week or however it might have but other than that guys thank you so much for tuning in We hope to see you in the next episode. All right. Bye, everyone.